0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly.
1: 1-800-858-858. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally, wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter, or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Joining us to talk uh, basketball now, though, is Australian basketball legend Shane Heal. G'day, Shane. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Good. A uh, 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 question first up: Have you ever been hopawarded on the basketball court before? No, I haven't. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, unlike Chris Goulden, he didn't seem particularly happy the other night. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure uh, what happened. I only saw the
0: aftermath of that. But um, didn't he come out and apologise and say it didn't happen?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? That Because he blew up on the court and, and said, you know, somebody put their finger where they shouldn't have and, and, and had a proper crack and he talked to Team Vickerman about it as well and now he's come out and said that. So who knows what's going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not too sure about that, but we don't need any of that sort of stuff
1: in the game. No, no, leave that to rugby league. They 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 take care of all that sort of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, mate. Uh, what have you made of the breakers this season? Um, they certainly uh, Matt Walsh has pivoted from where he was going in terms of a direction, uh, and and they've built a roster very differently this time round.
0: Yeah, they have, and um, you know they've done really well. They've been looking fantastic, and a little bit more depth in their team, isn't there? And opportunities to be able to score. Um, Nice that they're playing back at home again for the fans to be there to be able to see and appreciate them. And now they're in the top four. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, good win over the Taipans the other night. It was an ugly win. But I mean, those are the kind of games that you need to grind out and win, right? Um, Against other top teams where it's all about the defence. And it's it's the kind of game they would have lost the last two seasons.
0: Yeah, no doubt. You know, credit to the new coach as well for the work that he's been able to do to bring these guys together and be able to carve out those close games and, you know, when you can keep the opposition, especially a team like Cairns, to that sort of number, that's a really big feather in their cap because we know they can score, um, but the ability to be able to play a slowdown game and grind something out or to be able to play an up-tempo game, and to be able to put a good score on the board is something that's going to hold them in good stead.
1: In terms of the teams that we look at and go, well, this team should be in the finals. Um, This team's probably no chance. Who are you the most surprised about this season, good or bad?
0: (laughs) I mean, you're probably surprised a little bit about the way Perth's playing and they're probably in a situation now where they're going to have to consider whether they make any moves on their imports. I think Melbourne's in the same boat, but that's probably not as big a surprise with the way their team was constructed and with the loss of, of Porte. Um, but they're going to have to make it, They've already admitted they're going to have to make a change. So they're probably the two negatives. Um, but what about the Sydney Kings? I mean, they came back as one of the title favourites. To win 15 games on the road in any sport is absolutely unbelievable. So they've been able to find a way to get that done, and that will always give them a chance to you know, finish in that top two or three
1: kens Taipans, I, I know the Breakers beat them last time out, but the, they've had a great start to the season, and they weren't a team that I don't think anybody was really talking about in terms of championship contention at the beginning of the season.
0: No, you, and you're right, and that's probably one that I neglected to mention, because they've had big wins. they beat the Kings on the road, they beat Melbourne on the road, but then they'd be disappointed with the fact they came home, and they lost by 30 to the Perth Wildcats at home, and then obviously they lost to New Zealand as well. So I think they're that sort of team that they're going to be really up and down and show that they can be as good as anyone in the league, but they can also probably lose games that they would expect that they can win and they're going to have to try and find consistency and especially trying to win those games at home.
1: What about uh, the South East Melbourne Phoenix? I mean, they seem to be a bit of a streaky team. You know, the Breakers beat them over there, came here, and then they, they beat up on the Breakers and gave the Breakers a bit of a reality check. But, you know, they, they lose three, then they win three. Um, I mean, Mitch Creek and the team, do you think they're they're settled?
0: Well, they, they were missing a couple of their imports. Mitch Creek came back from injury, so he was severely underdone at the start of the season. But, you know, I, I think that they're going to be a team that continues to grow and get better as that season goes on, as we've seen them start to get a little bit of momentum now. But, you know, is that going to be a top-four team? I think that's still a little bit debatable about whether they're going to get there, but they've certainly got the talent when all things
1: go right. Yeah, they. I mean, they they are a team that, on paper, you know, uh, look really good. But I mean, as the old saying goes, team, games aren't won on paper, right?
0: No, exactly. And we saw that with the Adelaide Thirty Sixers coming back from America and losing that first game to Tassie. They got a, you know, a lesson handed to them about how you play team basketball. But since then, they got a little bit better. Won their second game, and then they had a really good win against the Sydney Kings on the road as well. So. They're starting to come together, and it's such early you know, times in this process. But you don't want to be doing a bris and bullets. You don't want to be losing your first five games because that's a massive hole to be able to get out of.
1: Yeah, huge hole. Uh, Adelaide, you mean, well, you mentioned the 36ers. I mean, they did something that no other NBL team has managed to do, and, and that's get a win over an NBA team, albeit in preseason. But still, uh, that team the, the Suns put out was, was full of their stars. It certainly wasn't like a G League Suns, was it?
0: No, I mean, it was a full-strength team and credit to the Adelaide 36ers. You know, I'm sure, they're further in their pre-season and they were probably a little bit better prepared than the Phoenix Suns, but you're still taking on some of the best players in the world and um, credit to them. And I think it's another you know, showcase for the NBL and the sort of depth that we've got in the NBL as well. And you know, I think they're going to be a powerhouse this year. They've got a lot of talent. They're going to continue to get better, um, but it will take them time and they'll continue to grow.
1: What do you think that does for the competition, the NBL? I mean, we, we've got a, got a, uh, I guess, a foot in the door in the states with the uh, ESPN coverage. Um, I mean, is it getting to the point now where the NBL is, you know, the second biggest league in the world outside of the NBA? I
0: think it would be hard to argue that the NBL is bigger than the Euro League and
1: the powerhouse
0: teams that you know are paying significant money. Um, but I, I think, as far as you know, value for dollar, and and I think for exposure, like if you're an NBA fringe player, you're probably coming to the NBL before you're going to the Euro League, and sometimes sacrificing a little bit of money to be able to come here, just because it's of the showcase that's there for everybody to be able to see in the NBA in the shorter season. So you know, we're certainly attracting some really good talent right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, the league seems to be going strength to strength. You know, a roster that five years ago would have dominated this league is probably going to be struggling to make the playoffs now.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. And, um, you know, if you don't get your imports right and you haven't laid the foundations with, you know, your local Aussies and and, uh, and Kiwis, then, you know, it's a really tough battle to be able to get wins consistently and make the playoffs. And, you know, I love the fact that, you know, it's top four, but you've got those playing games as well. So that's going to be a challenge. And, you know, a team that maybe starts slowly but gets momentum towards the end of the season slips in there they're going to be dangerous Um, and I I think it's just another feather in the cap of of what the NBL's done as well they're not scared to make decisions add new things make adjustments to make sure we continue to evolve.
1: What about uh, Brisbane you mentioned them the 0 and 5 to start the season and you you talked about the play uh, the play in tournament have they got enough talent to put a run together and, and and get there because I mean the breakers were where they are only a year ago. Well I don't think They do.
0: I didn't like the way they put that team together. I think that um, it's not a great blend of the talent they've been able to put together and for the money that they've spent. So I'm not sure they are going to get it together. I think they'll be better. They're going to win games, but I'm not sure they're going to get it together and make a run even for that top six. I think there's more teams are a little bit um, more together on the same page, a better culture, Um, and I think it's going to take some time for the Brisbane Bullets.
1: All right, let's have a look at the NBA uh, quickly, Shane. Um, boy, it looks like it's going to be another long season for the Lakers, doesn't it? Oh, my. Talk about poorly constructed teams and guys that just don't shit, you know, playing
0: with each other. And, you know, the fact that they didn't do anything with, with um, Westbrook, you know, it's just it's just a bad mix. Mm. And I don't think anyone's really surprised that they haven't been able to pull this thing together. But I don't know what their answer is without blowing this whole thing up and trading away all of their assets, which doesn't seem to be very much like the Lakers.
1: No, it doesn't. I mean, they had the opportunity to do that, didn't they? And then, you know, I, I remember when they traded for, I'm trying to remember who it was, but they they traded for somebody out in New Orleans and sent a couple of reasonable pieces that way. And um, it, it seemed like uh, at that point was the time to do it if they were going to do it. But then they just um, bought themselves into trouble.
0: Well, and I think this is why, you know, great players always don't make great general managers. Mm. You know, LeBron wanted all of these guys and an ageing roster and believed they were going to be able to get it done, but they've failed the last few years and, and they're failing again at the moment. And I just don't see a way out for them. And, you know, plus I'm not with the teams that are trying to buy championships and just bring talent together. I love the, you know, the Golden State Warriors and what they've been able to do. I love what Milwaukee have done as well and just try and place pieces around the Greek freak and, and try and build something over a period of time
1: Well on that then, speaking of seems like that the uh, the Brooklyn Nets of um, course Ben Simmons there uh, I watched that first game of the season and I was like oh, it's just the New York Lakers isn't it? Uh, and it, it has that potential to go sideways, doesn't it, that roster?
0: Well I think so, I think Kyrie you know, and Kevin Durant have shown their different personalities and really trying to get the quick fix they both want to be the man and um, So, I mean, without Harden probably gives him a little bit more of a chance to be able to make things happen. And I think Ben Simmons can really play a valuable role to to slot in there. But it doesn't look like he's taken the next step forward in his career so far. Um, And it certainly doesn't look like he's done any work on his shot, you know, considering he hasn't played for 18 months. I was hoping he would be able to come back, be aggressive, and not that he needs to shoot threes or anything like that, but still attack the paint and become a good free-throw shooter
1: particularly in playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that roster you mentioned, you know, those names, Kyrie, um, Durant as well, is that the right place for Simmons to be at the moment, given I would suggest he's had attitudinal problems in the past? I mean, he's not going to learn good habits from those blokes, is he?
0: No, I I don't think he is. But I think if you look at style, it actually suits him because those guys want to shoot all the shots and Ben doesn't want to shoot. So it's not a bad thing for him to have the pressure on. He doesn't want to be at a program where they're expecting him to go and get 30 points for their team to win. So I think for that side it's a good thing, but I'm not sure from the behaviour side and the way you want to act as a pro, that's the best spot for him. You'd love to see him around Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and some of these guys that just go about it the right way.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it seems to me, and you, you correct me if I'm wrong here, but... I... He has a very own australian attitude, Ben Simmons, because, you know, one thing we always love about Australian athletes is they battle, and they, 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 they probably play above themselves a lot of the time just because through commitment, and he is almost like the the anti-version of that from what we've seen so far.
0: Yeah, and I, I think, you know, Australia and New Zealand have been very like-minded from the days of Perro Cameron and Paul Hanare and, and Dylan Boucher, you know, back to our era that we always overachieved, because we were very much together. Everyone accepted their roles. You know, we, we beat bigger and better teams because we just worked hard and wanted to be able to fight for everything we got. So, you know, he's grown up in a different era. You'd have to think that he's probably, you know, a little bit different than the Joe Ingalls and the Paddy Mills and these sort of guys. Um, and whether he can ever be a boomer and fit the culture of what the boomers have done is yet to be seen. Um, but you, you'd like to see some of that rub off on him and hopefully Paddy Mills can do some of that and uh, you know, he can evolve in his career.
1: Yeah, what's his, um, what's his public uh, perception like in Australia at the moment? I know you guys love a hero who's doing well overseas, whether it's Premier League or NBA or wherever. I mean, how much love is there for him from the Australian public right now?
0: Well, I think it's varied. I wouldn't want to speak on behalf of everybody, but, you know, I think over the last couple of years there's been a lot of question marks about that and the fact that he hasn't made himself available for the Boomers as well. I mean, we're really patriotic about players, you know, being passionate about putting on the green and gold and doing that, and we certainly haven't seen that from Ben so far. But um, hopefully over time, again, I mentioned that Paddy's there and um, hopefully that can rub off and, and help him you know, rediscover his passion for the game which doesn't seem like it's there at the moment
1: No, you're right there, I mean we have the same thing with Stephen Adams, you, you know he's never played for the Tall Blacks and nobody will officially say why, we understand that he has a problem with someone that used to be at New Zealand Basketball and it doesn't seem to have changed um, too much in the in the years that he's uh, he's been successful in the NBA but uh, yeah, he's still loved back here because I guess of, of the sound bites you get from him and the way he plays
0: Yeah, no, I mean no doubt everyone would be disappointed not to have him because he's so likeable and so tough and he'd make the team instantly so much more competitive internationally. So, yeah, it's a disappointment and, you know, I'd like to know his reasons for it because, you know, there'd be so many people looking up to him as well.
1: Uh, we saw his Grizzlies get pumped by the Mavs uh, yesterday, 137 and 96, uh, which was a turn up because they started the season so well. How, how do you how do you rate that Grizzlies roster, and do you think they can go further this year than they did last? Well, I think they can.
0: They've certainly got upside, and they've certainly got the talent and the desire to do it. They play together. They get a lot of confidence. So I think he's a perfect fit there too. There's probably no better fit for him to be able to do all the grunt work while they've got so many athletes and people, you know, that can, um, can play a different
1: style. So I think they'll get it together, and I think they'll make a really good push. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how the season uh, progresses. Who's your, who's your favourite uh, early doors, Shane? Who, who do you think's going to take it all out?
0: I like Milwaukee. Mm. I just think if Middleton's back and um, the Greek freak and his attitude and the culture they've got, I really like what they've done. And the fact that Joe Ingalls is there this year, I think he's fantastic as well. Um, so I'll be hoping for them
1: alright good stuff Shane thanks very much for your time mate I know you just landed you're at the airport so we'll let you get on uh, and crack on with it but uh, appreciate your time on a Monday mate go well enjoy your week all good thank you sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise that's why
0: tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money you can get what you need now get back on the road safely
1: and pay for it later terms and conditions apply so visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.